What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. How's it going? And to my left, he's back! Triumphant return! Zachary Parks. Yes. We I'm made back. the test I'm crash back. that we look really good. I know. I yeah, it. Yeah, it looks it great. Yeah. We even got an animatronic got one, too. And a voice chip. It looks awesome. <laughs> Test out my, my crash skills. <laughs> ah, but no, it is it is good to have you back yes, in the third what chair. A, what a terrible episode it was the last time. I know. It was just joking. a shit show. <laughs> we were all over the place. What had does no, that Had no collection <laughs> and train of thought. It was just all out the window. It was everywhere. It was crazy. <laughs> Three it's is crazy. better than two. It is. But now we're back. Now we're back. All is one big group. But in case you did not know, Teen Chat Podcast is a video game podcast where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. If you want to get in contact with us, you can do that by sending us an email at teenchatpodcast at gmail.com, following us on Twitter, liking us on Facebook, and subscribing to our iTunes and YouTube channels. If you want to support the show, give us that sweet, sweet cash so we can make it better. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash teenchatpodcast, where it's for as little as a dollar a month. You can support the show, and in return, we will give you a cool perk like getting the episode early before its general Tuesday release. Again, that is patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast. All right. Well, last week we did have the song contest. Mogan gave us the hint of prepare your whip or take up your whip. Yeah, Excuse there me. We go. And perf- and fight the forces of the night. More or less. That More was or less. The gist it was around there. <laughs> Ad lib a little bit there. Yeah. Just added in my own words. But the game was Castlevania Symphony of the Night. <laughs> and the correct answer was given to us by our good friend Brandon Weaver, who said a Castlevania game, but I'm allowing it. It counts. It counts. I'll it's take any <laughs> answer is a good answer for me. Just as you're, if you're participating, we almost have to give participation points. Just to, that's <laughs> Everybody's like a, yeah, a winner. Yeah. Participation trophies for all of our yeah. guesses today. We'll this give week. anyone that just answers us a like, <laughs> <laughs> a shout out. So Brandon sent us a song and hint for a future episode. And stick around to the end of this episode when Zach will yeah. be giving us a hint. <laughs> Be-doop-boop. Or skip right ahead. <laughs> Zach. All right. So today's topic, we have a smorgasbord of topics for us today. We each brought our own fun thing to talk about this week. So, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we all just kind of yeah. just charge right in and we, never, and we never decide on who wants to actually kick it off. So, uh, you know, what? we're going to break with tradition. I'll kick it off this time. Whoa. Whoa. He's power hungry. Yeah. I'm I'm no- normally it's one of you two. I feel like, you know, it's, it's my turn. Yeah, to I think it might proceed. be because he's wearing white today. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. like okay, rocking the power cool white. He I never wanted, wears white. Why are, they, why are they crossed out? Because Okay. See, oh, this is it God of War. So it's it, God of War. Ah, for people not watching, it says Ares, Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades. And they're all crossed out. And they're all crossed out like he killed them. He did. Because it's a God of War shirt. Like Jarrett murdered them. I got this shirt on a... Atheism. Yeah. I got this on Wednesday, I think, and I specifically did not wear it, even though I was incredibly excited. I wore it today so I could show it off on the on the podcast. So. Nerd. Yeah. I know, Dark. I know. It's a very nerd thing to do, but I was very excited to get this shirt. It was either this shirt, uh, because the PlayStation Gear Store was doing a sale during Comic-Con, and it was either this one or a... Um, Horizon Zero Dawn shirt, and the, but the Horizon Zero Dawn shirt was a black shirt with a red outline of a thunder jaw, which I was really into. But I also have like two other it's shirts cool. that are black shirts with red outline designs. Uh, so I was like, yeah, yeah, one of them's a dog, isn't it? What is it? What is your other one? It's a Nintendo World. Oh, so, I know. Is that the one with yeah. Bowser on the front? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah. I'm thinking of. So, do you think that Bowser's a dog? I don't know. I thought you had a dog. <laughs> I think you do. He has a watchdog shirt. <laughs> But I, yeah, I have a watchdog yeah, shirt. But I swear it's like a red outline of a dog. I don't know. Are you thinking of Naughty Dog? Maybe. Is there a dog on your shirt? They have, a, I have a red print. paw print. Maybe. Okay. I All want right. a Naughty I'll take Dog that, shirt. I'll take my money and get out of the casino <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I do want a Naughty Dog shirt because that's a really would be a really cool shirt. I love that studio. Yeah. I want to support them, you know. Listen up, Naughty Dog. I know. 
I feel like Comic Con came and went without a peep. It I really maybe, did for. I feel like for video games, it did. Yeah. I feel like for movies and TV, people are going ape shit. Like with wow. the first female Doctor, I mean, see, Doctor I feel Who like announced, even with and all the and stuff TV, with Marvel. I just heard nothing from yeah. anybody about anything, and I was like, huh, weird. Yeah. Um, it really was kind of quiet. What you think about? Because yeah, it, the big things were expected. Game of Thrones had a big panel. Walking Dead had a big panel. Marvel had <laughs> is a big the Walking panel. Walking Dead still on TV. It is, it is. starting <laughs> season eight. Oh my god! In October, I believe. They need to know when to exit. I watched. I had a friend who worked on post production of Walking Dead. That's a big job. I know. I, that's a. Uh, uh, oh, I watched the first, my first ever episode of Game of Thrones on this oh, yeah? trip that I went on. Yeah, okay, I watched the first what? episode of the new season. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. so you what started? are you doing to yourself? <laughs> yeah, I was like, this show sucks. <laughs> what are you doing to yourself? <laughs> like, I have no idea what's going on. Oh my god! As <laughs> everyone went to watch it, like you just watch it, see what you think, and then everyone's like, yeah, hey, you know, you start at the beginning. Yeah, you really. <laughs> but should. everyone I, before the episode, everyone's like, you're gonna love it. And then after, like, oh, sorry, <laughs> people like apologize. <laughs> yeah, to me. What the hell? Yeah, I'd be slapping people all over the place. Like, what did you do? Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I don't know. Uh, it's a good show, but yeah, if you're starting yeah. it at season season uh, season seven, episode one, that's a that's a rough road to start. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the topic that I was gonna, so I had one of two topics that I was going to talk about today, and I finally settled one. The one that I decided not to talk about because I just want to get more into the game and play a little bit more is Pyre came out as of last Tuesday. So. It's been out for about a week now that you're listening to this. I've played it some. It's a ton of fun. I want to do a full in-depth review on it, but I want to get more time in the game under my belt before I really go into it. But it's a super fun RPG, super fun uh, combat, if you will, of how the game goes because it's really more like... I've seen it online, and I tried not to compare it to a sport, but there's really no way to compare yeah, it to not compare basketball. it to a sport. It's kind of yeah. basketball. Yeah, I look at, I so, It's like super criminal... Jail basketball. I don't know how to. But in a beautiful, it. What's it again? beautiful way. Pyre. Pyre. P Y R E. Yes. Pyre game. Yep. Let me look at this game. The art is really beautiful. Yeah. Art's great. Music's great. So I'll get into it further on when I get a little bit more into the into the game. I'm not totally sure like how far progress wise I'm into it, but I've I've played for a couple hours for sure. Um, oh, I remember when you showed us this. Yeah. I remember when you showed us this. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, it's a ton of fun. So it came out It came out Tuesday, so I've been playing that. So, How much is this game? Uh, 20 bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So is that, is that worth it? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Did it come so. out for Xbox? But it came out for PC. Oh. Okay. Oh, so no, okay. not Xbox or PlayStation. Uh, it came out for PS4, and, oh. and, and I don't know if they'll do it, port it to Xbox? the Xbox. They haven't with their okay, other so games, I don't think. Available. I feel like that um, kind of game, they should. They should. Yeah, it's and it's, only, yeah. it's only available for Windows right now, but I'm sure they will come up with a Mac port later. So yeah. whenever that happens, you should... Definitely, I'll I'll let you know. I'll, I'll hit you up and let you know that when it's out on the when it's out for Mac because it's okay. it's really fun. Uh, so anyway, so I'm not going to talk about that one today. What I did want to talk about though is that I played the Destiny Two beta. Ooh, Ooh I'm interested to fancy. hear about this. I thought for sure you would play it too. I'm well, he was I gone. I well, it. that's true. That's true. He, he was, was gone, gone on his on his big trip on his actual My job adventure. Yep, yeah. Yeah. job that pays him money. <laughs> yeah, I like this. <laughs> I like this. Burn, burn, team chat. Pays no one. <laughs> no one gets paid. No one benefits. We do this from the goodness of our hearts. <laughs> We've done it for eighty episodes. Uh, yeah, just about. What is? This? I tell people that, and they're like. Good for you. I know. <laughs> People are like, good job, Vlad. What a burn. <laughs> on the head. Well done. <laughs> Thanks. Funny. So I will say this as the first uh, kind of like sounding off our, uh, sounding off statement for this. It is very much destiny still. I okay so just just to preface what everything you're about to say from my point of view I've watched uh, a good amount of videos of people playing it on YouTube and IGN did like the first 7 minutes of a match and like blah 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 and I got the very same feel and look that was like oh it looks like destiny which just is good and maybe bad but yeah go ahead. good and bad i would say yeah um 
the big things about it, like the story, the story though, I am very way more into just from the first couple of missions that you play than I was in the probably the entirety of the last one. So the beta offers you the first what two missions? I think it's technically the first mission, oh, but okay. it has like two distinct parts that I thought were two different levels. But then they they said later in the beta description that it's really just the one, the first opening mission, and then you move. You have other. Well, that's a they good also sign, give you, I guess. They give you a strike that you can play. And then they also give you. Then you can play the control mode of a crucible, and then a newer, a new mode that's like a. Uh, uh, you are activate either team switches. It's kind of like it's not a uh, not capture the flag, but each team there are you're either defending these uh, explosive charges or you're trying to set them. Okay, so it's just like an objective. Based yeah, control yeah, it's thing. like kind of like assault. Oh, in Halo. that's the one I've seen because I was like, what are these people trying to do with these bombs? Yeah, I have seen a little bit of gameplay of that, and I was very confused through the whole thing. <laughs> so, uh, so those are the four options that you're given, and but the, so. That in and of itself. So I played it a lot, and I played a lot of the control. I played the first two missions. I played the strike. I played the first mission. I played the strike, and and then I play and then I played the majority of the control of my time in it. I played the crucible missions on on control, and I really had a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. But it felt also very light for a beta. Like there wasn't like, like a yeah, lot like there. What way? Yeah, like. I don't know. I felt with games like Overwatch, you had a couple different maps to play with. You had the full roster of heroes, which you have the full roster in this sense that you can choose to still be a guardian, ti- uh, hunter, titan, or warlock, and you can have each each one. You can warlock. switch in between them. But um, they obviously didn't roll out the full amount of arsenal of weapons that you could collect or the full armor that you could collect. You didn't level up your character e- ever. You were all you were just automatically at the at the max light level yeah. that you could be. And so it kind of made playing in the beta feel a little pointless just because you would pl- you would do a round of control and you would get a reward in in a um the purple the rare purple rarity yeah, yeah. the a rare weapon but would that I would carry get mul- over I would get duplicates to the new game? No. Like Oh, did it, okay, sense. did anything ca- carry over from Destiny 1 into the beta? No. Okay, so this hasn't but uh, for Destiny 2 that will carry over. No, I don't think so. Remember, because that was the big hullabaloo that came out when people, because oh, they were like, no, you're, you're resetting completely. Man, and remember in the trailer that they showed for it, Cade 6, Nate Fillion's character uh-huh. is like, they destroyed our guns, they destroyed our loot, like very much obvious, like, hey, this is why oh, this yeah. happened. You know, I actually like that. I kind of do too. Because I thought Destiny 1 was such a flub up and like, I was so out of it by the end of it that I'm glad they're like burning everything, it sounds like, and yeah. we're going to start over and like, it, and it's like kind of a start over, but it's kind of also going off of Maybe this is like a new it's a new story and right, I get that yeah. and I actually think that's a great idea because Destiny building off Destiny 1 there's nothing really to build off of right and they, and they had an, you know they had the three expansions for that one and so oh, yeah, it would have just maybe felt like a more uh, you know ex- a more grand or expansion pack I guess so but so yeah resetting it for me and also for the people who fell off who, like because if you yeah and me yeah if you didn't if you came into that and were able to import and that was like your character, then you're still going to be facing all these people who have been grinding for years since yeah. the game came out, getting yeah. all this massive gear. And so you're going to run into a huge, I feel like you would run into a major imbalance. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, granted, there are going to be a, a ton. thing that other games do. What? Allow you to preserve well, I mean, you all of your RPGs. data from a first game. You there's, can with some RPGs. Yeah, there's games that allow you to do that. But those aren't competitive based. That's true. So mm-hmm. I don't understand why this would be a problem in any sense. I think just because a lot of people are ticked off that they spent so much time they did it grinding. For Mass Effect, but yeah. 
Well, yeah, yeah because, but Mass Effect is a continue. Well, yeah, but again, it's not a, it's not a competitive game. Yeah, you're not playing, you're not against, playing against other, other people. people yeah, se. but there's two. Di- the way I see Destiny is the like any other game, a campaign and the competitiveness. Those are easily except I think, in in, in uh, they kind of blend. They blend sometimes. Yeah. You have the cooperative strikes. You can run the whole story campaign in cooperative. Yeah, that's true. Which was side of sort of an issue in the first one. You know, people had. They tried to nerf weapons that were good in campaign and right. for the multiplayer. I don't know. It was they, like for Destiny for me, it always seemed like the strategy and the idea behind it is like that looks great on paper, and then execute when you put it together, it's like it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's like lacking in the RPG and the competitive. Right. You know, both go down, both suffer because of it. So I hope, and maybe you know more that the Destiny Two seems to be more balanced, more balanced in the sense of like. I don't know how I don't, I don't know I don't know how you make that stuff work. I mean, it, it seemed to me in what I played, especially in the control mode, the I was playing a hunter because I just like that better. They updated their supers and everything, and added a few more super abilities. And I like the hunter still. Like the hunt, the one that I was using the most with the hunter is you still have the one where you can do the where it basically like creates you're like a flaming you're all yeah. in flame and you shoot like one shot yeah. hits kind of thing. Yeah. But the one that they did now that I was using is you're basically have a staff electric yeah. staff weapon and it was really cool. I yeah. was able to I recorded some screenshots, some videos of when I would do it, be able to hit the objective when the opponents were all there and like mm-hmm. wipe out the whole team. Nice. So it was really sweet. It was really fun. It's still really fun to play. Like I really liked the multiplayer it's of Destiny. Well, yeah, Bungie are, are so good at making, and I've said this about the first one. They have it's fun to play. Yeah, like the first person experience they create is good, right? And it, that 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 is one strong attribute of the Destiny series. And like what we talked about though, with the downfall of of why we didn't like the yeah. first Destiny is that you just got caught so much up into the grinding of, of yeah. Everything. It was just bl- and yeah, I was just bullshit. like, I just don't have time for this. Yeah, and it's like, what am I working towards? There's no like, yeah. I need to work towards something, right? And I, this stuff needs to mean something to me, mm-hmm. and like they didn't put that in there. There was no meaning behind anything. No, so, so it was very... The, and that goes with the story, empty. and it looks like the new one has a lot more story, a lot more characters, more cinematics, and more conflict, and that's yeah. the bad guy, here's the good guy, right? Yeah, and you meet the and you meet the bad guy, which is nice that in this one, the main bad guy is the Cabal, who are the big, yeah. the big, yeah. like, bulky yeah, and, yeah. and hulky guys, which I honestly thought were the, were the weakest enemies of, of I first thought they were Destiny. like the easiest they were were like because they were so big you could easily e- headshot them yep, you could easily like, jump oh, around and they're slow they seem dumb well they went to a training camp <laughs> yeah, between Destiny's 1 and yeah. 2 and I like they the all origin- got better I like the f- well, this is like forgivables an what are they the forgotten the uh, damned the fallen <laughs> the fallen <laughs> I like the fallen <laughs> I did too they were a lot of fun they, they were cool I like the Vex and what were the other ones the Vex Cabal and the fallen is that it I think so no maybe that's it well, I mean, later they introduced the Taken and stuff like that, <laughs> which were like obs- possessed versions. I know there is one more that I can't think like of. Crotos. I think, <laughs> um, but uh, but anyway, so we got into so we got into it. You met the the main baddie of of Destiny Two, uh, this this uh, Cabal commander, yeah, named, named Gull. And what he's able to do is like the opening chat, the opening mission is he assaults the tower, destroys the tower, and is able to Gull does yeah, wow. and is able to steal the the, the light. From uh, from the guardians, which you know the light is the was given to them by the traveler, the yeah. big white orb, yeah. and that's what allows them to you know resurrect from death yeah. and all that and all their other super abilities that they have. So yeah. Gaul steals that in the beginning. Yes. So you're kind of like, 
okay, so where does this go from here? Yeah, yeah at least it, there's it, a good, you know, inciting incident that like, okay, let's other than in the this. first destiny of ooh, this big evil's coming at you. Yeah, the you darkness. Know? Yeah, the darkness. <laughs> the darkness. That's what it was called. Destiny. That's what it was called. <laughs> it was pretty. The, the, the enemy was the set was set up pretty pretty weak. So <laughs> that is it pretty was, lame. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a. So this is definitely a step up. Uh, in terms of story, I really enjoy the story. Good. The first strike that I played was really good, although my main complaint is that the final boss did still feel very bullet spongy. Yeah, I hate that. Um, <laughs> but Just the final boss of the beta, right? Yeah, of the strike. Okay. Because the str- Destiny has these strikes, which are these missions you can you can run over and over, and they always have like a different boss. I mean, they have the same boss at the end, but each strike has a different boss. Yeah, oh, so gotcha. strike okay. is. Yeah, I was like, like, like that sorry, I, that was a very that no, was a very convoluted way I to explain the, that. I made the connections. Um, and so, so the boss of this strike felt very bullet spongy. Yeah. Uh, but okay. still, the they introduced new cabal enemies that you fight. Like one, it was called a gladiator, and it's this big hulking guy with a lot of armor, and he has two swords, and he like gets really close. Yeah, cool. And so you had, I felt like the enemies were a lot more varied in what they threw at you than in the yeah. first one. Uh, but still, very enjoyable. And then, like I said, the multiplayer was still a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't necessarily feel... I felt in the first Destiny that Titans could be a little bit OP mm-hmm. than, I heard than anybody else. slowed them down. Yeah, they weren't... They, I didn't run into quite... I mean, obviously, they're still powerhouses. They can do a lot of damage and, and stuff, and they're, their physicals and their specials are obviously very, very mm-hmm. effective. But it, it felt a lot more balanced. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I felt like... I didn't have to have only a shotgun to win. I could face people who had shotguns or rocket launchers and everything. They added more of the super weapons, the power weapons, where like the I had a grenade launcher, which they didn't have in Destiny One, which was really fun to use. I liked I liked using that a lot. Yeah. Um, and the maps also the control map also felt smaller, which I know that they all vary in size, but this one was smaller. It felt smaller, and which made for more combat frequently and, mm-hmm. and seemed to be more uh high high paced action than, cool. than what i ran into a lot so it so i mean i enjoyed it a lot it definitely like i said it definitely felt very destiny one yeah but i think it looks destiny one like it doesn't like you know which i think is what they needed to keep and that's fine like i think games today like i i think that's a fine route to go but i you know i'm coming from a place where the sequel is going to look better it's like the hud's going to be different right yeah. the, the movement's going to be different they're going to enhance this you know that's that's kind of going out the door for a lot of games i think yeah and um i will say that the only thing the one thing that i was very that slightly was annoying is i felt like in destiny one you would get your super mm-hmm. a lot i'm sorry your what now? your, your super, super power oh yeah okay. you would get it really quickly or not quickly but you would be able to use it multiple times during a match and this one i guess i don't know if they changed the mechanics of how it, how you collect it or how you get it but i would maybe get it once and at the very end of a, of the oh, it took that long, round. yeah, and wow. like not just me, everybody. Like you oh, didn't see supers popping until the very end. Hmm, oh. Interesting. So that was one thing I was kind of like, I have this. I want to be able to use it more yeah. than just once, and maybe not. Like some rounds I played, I wouldn't even get to use it. Yeah. So I was kind of hoping that uh, that would uh, that I would be able to have a little bit more use of my super, but that might change depending on what skills and abilities you unlock and yeah. stuff like that. So that could just be coming from that's the beta and that's how it's going to be. Bungie also stated that the beta was based off a build that is a few months old. Mm. So they, so the final game will, could have varied, very different mechanics than what I, uh, mm-hmm. ran, than what I ran into. Cool. So, so, uh, so yeah, I'm still interested enough that I'll probably buy destiny Two and play it because I, like we said, I did enjoy the first one and I hear that they did make changes with, I've heard that they did make changes with how you will, you won't have to grind near as much. You know, you're guaranteed better loot more often 
and different things like that. So if that makes it easier to play and easier to get these things where you don't have to spend hours upon hours upon hours replaying the same levels and strikes and everything Ooh, over and over and over horrible. again to get the good stuff. <laughs> that's fun. why we that's why I quit playing yeah, it. Wow. Nothing left to do. Um Boring. and so hopefully hopefully it'll get it'll be better. But it looks a lot of I'm, fun. I'm sure it looks like they're listening to their fans and they're making adjustments where they they hear that they need to. That's oh, yeah. what it seems like. Yep. I will go on ahead and make a prediction. Uh, I won't buy Destiny 2, I and I won't care. <laughs> so, just, Are you 100% going to buy it? I probably will, yeah. yeah okay. I, I think so. Okay. But I am trying to decide, do I get it for Xbox or do I get it for PS4? Yeah. PS4, you get like a little bit extra, don't you? You well, do? I mean, that, I mean, they give you like a gun or something. Nah, they give you like a gun or they something. Give you some, <laughs> Destiny, Destiny give you some has perk. like some exclusives with PlayStation. Yeah. Like you like you got to play the beta a day earlier if you were PS4. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, it's just more of, it's more of the question is, am I going to have more you know, friends on friends PlayStation on or play. Xbox. Yeah, and I don't know if we're going to play it. it so. Are they putting Destiny 2 on the Switch, perhaps? No, but it is going to PC. I wouldn't even buy it, it is going Switch. to PC. <laughs> I don't so. have a PC. I have a Mac. I know. I'm just Useless. saying. For anybody who wants to play it on PC, it's on <laughs> That's PC. That's true. That's Through true. battle.net. Blizzard's the one hosting it. Really? Yeah. That's fascinating. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> Good I wonder how they worked out that weird deal. I don't know. Huh. But they did. Whatever. But they did. But they did. It's happening. All right, so who wants to kick off our next fun topic? I have so many thoughts and feelings about Splatoon 2. Do it. Go ahead. I finally have somebody that I can actually talk to about it, Let's and you'll all. mostly understand. Let's all right. All this is the mechanics first. and stuff. Okay, so uh, I do want to start by just telling all of our listeners, many of whom are in the Splatoon community, because I'm always like, hey, guys, by the way, I have a super cool podcast. <laughs> and uh, here That's it is. That's good. Get the like, word oh, out there. That's so cool. We get it, Mogan. <laughs> uh, so Jarrett does not play with the motion controls. I do not, and I'm not ashamed. And, and I support that. Thank you. Thank you. By playing one round with motion controls it was makes hell. Cringe <laughs> no. to watch. No. Oh, I can't do it. I cannot. I can't play do it with motion controls. Yeah, I know. The, Although the, I will but say, you did good. I when did you just do good practiced. when we played it. Yeah, yeah you got to practice. But you're gonna, man. you do ten times better without it. No, I, think. I mean, actually, not really. Oh, After really? that last round we played before we started recording, about I actually did about the same. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay, maybe. Yeah, you just have to practice. It is, I promise you, it is so much better with the motion control. Okay, well, the thing that I was saying, that I said to you, uh, I, won't, I won't sidetrack this too much, but was that when I first started playing it, I was playing it in handheld mode. Which the right. motion controls threw it off a lot because when you tilt the screen up or down, you know, to look up yeah. or down, you're tilting your actual screen. So that got very confusing trying to watch that. But now I understand, like, if it's in, uh, you know, if it's you're using the the back st- the lever to support it, stand up, and you're like hand holding a controller using the pro controller or have it docked for the TV, then it's a lot easier to do it with the motion controls. I would want to see you play it with the actual switch in your hands because my suspicion based on how I saw you play is that you're not using camera positioning Probably to its not, fullest no. extent. Uh, <laughs> repositioning the camera is a really important part of being able to maneuver the camera around rapidly enough to actually be able to fully uh, understand your surroundings. Yeah. So the thing that just baffles my mind is you're just not moving enough. You're just not moving around fast enough, but that is besides the point. So uh, as far as the actual gameplay goes, you had it. Yeah, I was just adjusting your levels. <laughs> as far as the actual gameplay goes, there are things about Splatoon 2 that feel so familiar, it's like that. It's like picking it right back up. And there are other parts of it that feel very different and very new. So for starters, and you kind of mentioned this when we were talking about the game earlier, Splatoon 2, in actual practice, in theory it doesn't have this, in actual practice, this game racks up kills faster than 
ever in Splatoon 1. Really? In the first Splatoon, I mean, kills were important and they were definitely a part of gameplay, but they weren't happening with the uh, frequency that they are in Splat 2. In Splat 2, even me, and I wasn't even like that aggressive in Splatoon 1, I get like 15 to 20 kills every match. And it's just like, wow, is this how it's supposed to be? Yeah. And so does everybody else. I, I mean, it's just crazy how often you're dying and how often other people are dying as well. And that affects things like map control and if you're playing the ranked objectives, how you're moving and or holding the objective. So there's a lot of things about it that feel... I guess I would just say more aggressive. Yeah. Uh, it feels like gameplay overall for Splatoon 2 is very, just so much more aggressive than it was in Splatoon 1. And that could be maybe just my gameplay style has also changed because I now play other slightly more competitive games like Overwatch and stuff. Maybe that's affected how just I play. taking out that aggression. Maybe. That could be it. I get real salty <laughs> whenever <laughs> I'm playing the game. All the salt. Uh, but it just, it's feels a lot more fast-paced in some ways and just very aggressive. And as far as the weapons go, I feel like they support that. So the gear, you may or may not have noticed, you know, they have all the slots with Mm -hmm. different abilities. Uh, You wouldn't know this from Splatoon 1, but they changed and removed and added a lot of new and different abilities. So the abilities that carried over, like special charge up, uh, defense up, a couple of others... uh, swim speed up, run speed up. They maintained their existence in Splat 2, but even their own, uh, I guess you would say, effectiveness has been tweaked for the new game. So, for example, special charge up, which fills your special gauge faster, uh, depending on how much ground you're inking, that one has been pretty nerfed. Uh, It doesn't seem to have nearly as much effect as it did in the past games. The same goes for special duration up. It just doesn't seem to have as much of an effect. So there's a lot that they seem to have done in tweaking the abilities attached to gear that has really changed the way that you're playing. Uh, Ability stacking doesn't seem to be, at least not yet, uh, as common, but people are still trying to tweak the rolls. You know, yeah. you can re-roll your slots. No, I haven't got that far you yet. <laughs> uh, so actually, it's probably just that you haven't talked to him. There's a guy in the plaza that's like, he's got like, he's a, a little sea urchin and he's got like spiky purple hair. Okay. He will allow you to re-roll certain slots on your gear. So for example, if you get an ability, uh, you know, because they're randomly generated depending on what type of gear it is. Uh, if you get an ability that you don't like, you can go to him, pay a certain amount or whatever, and re-roll that slot to get, hopefully, fingers crossed, a different ability. So some some people are going back again and again and again, you know, the really top competitive players to get the abilities that they really want or need. Yeah. Because it just depends on what weapon you're using and what maps you're on and what gear you need and what abilities you need. And it's just wild. It's a wild time. <laughs> and I missed it. Like, I missed Splatoon, even though I've been playing it the whole time. Since There's nothing. It's nice be- to have something new to play. Oh, my gosh. It's nice to have There's a new- nothing better than, like, loving a game and then releasing a sequel. And it's like, you get yes. to play the game over again in a way, yes. but you also, yeah. you, you don't feel like, I don't know, there's a weird guilt like playing the original over and over and over and then the new one, it's like everything's fresh and different, a little different, but it's also the same. That's like with Halo and like moving, it's like a little different, but it's actually, you know, a lot different, but a lot of it's the same and there's like a core value that they adhere to and you respect it. And I feel like Splatoon has just, they haven't lost any of like the Splatoon in-game culture. Like your Inklings are still ultra fashion obsessed. They're all about that chill life Mm -hmm. and it's like, me too, Inklings, (laughs) me too, I'm with you. And they also, of course, added a whole new 
single player campaign. So single player mode, they uh, updated the story. So I'm not going to do any spoilers about the story mode because I, I haven't know that started people, that yet. Yeah, because a lot of people are still very much in progress. So I'm not going to really spoil anything about it, other than say it's really good. Uh, single player mode at least on the initial run, you are assigned a particular type of weapon. So it's not like you can change your gear. You just have gear that you use for that um, amount of time. But the amiibo, at least in the last game, and I think they might in this game as well, uh, allow you to unlock different usable weapons in single-player mode mm. and thereby get new things, which you then hopefully later unlock in regular gameplay. Hmm. So that's kind of the idea of single-player mode is that you're playing it to unlock some pretty cool gear that you can then take with you over in stuff like regular turn battle nice so single player mode as far as platforming goes excellent hmm. just as good as the first game uh oh, see, i didn't think that i didn't know the first one had single player yes i thought it was just a multiplayer no only. it had single player how i approached it was like oh this is a really long extended tutorial just uh. because my mindset wasn't really it just wasn't really getting it i guess mm -hmm. but in splatoon 2 i am very much approaching it as this is single player mode this is supposed to be its own contained thing it's supposed to be fun and it very much is the platforming is excellent the mechanics are really fun it's fast paced and the enemies are really interesting uh, i've only fought i think two of the bosses so far and the boss at the end of the first uh, little area the first hub for the single player mode as ridiculous as you would hope and i without spoilers i've heard from other people that have already finished campaign, they're like, dude, you gotta get to the final boss, man. It's crazy. It's so <laughs> wild. And I don't know if you remember, but in Splatoon 1, one of my favorite final bosses ever, which we talked about in one of our episodes, was the Splat 1 final boss, because I was like, this is wild. <laughs> it's so fun. They really make such a good... I mean, just everything is there. The music is there. Mm -hmm. The gameplay is there. The yeah. colors and the lighting. You're like, it's a cool game. It's like being in a rave all the time. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> this is exactly what I wanted from my gaming experience. I, I, and you just let me play one round. That's the first time I ever played it, and I really like the mechanics. The whole idea. You gotta of, get it. I know the whole idea of splattering to get points. It's very wholesome, obviously. It's, it's very innocent, awesome. and <laughs> I actually like. Like, I think that's fine. And the way to traverse in the ink is actually super imaginative, it super is. creative. And it like, is. That's a great dynamic. I noticed that when you play. You were standing very still. Well, that's because <laughs> they put me on the motion control, and I was yeah. like just standing trying to do this. Throw, a, throw motion control on a Halo player, and it just cripples them. Oh, them. God. I was I like, is it. this how Call of Duty is? <laughs> that's what this I was why thinking. He's so good. <laughs> he's like, yeah, look, I'm about to kick some ass. Like, Zach's actually not that it's good. Like, he's not good. <laughs> <Wait a minute. laughs> I saw, I saw a, a, a meme the other day that was a picture of Splatoon, and it said, made for kids, played by adults, and then a picture of uh, Call of Duty, and it was like, made, made for, for adults, adults played, played by, by kids. kids. Burn! Bam. I love it. <laughs> now, so I true. will say that some of the uh, cons of the game, actually, before I get to that, I will uh, talk on Salmon Run. Okay. So I know that you haven't played it yet, but Salmon Run, and we talked about it after the one of the Nintendo Directs was announced. So this was something that they had uh, obviously very much advertised before the game came out. Mm -hmm. Salmon Run is a totally new mode that was nowhere in Splatoon 1. It is a four-player solely cooperative mode. So, you know, in Ranked and in just regular Turf War, it's 4v4 all online. In Salmon Run, it's still four people online, but you are versus basically a horde. So you can kind of think of it like a zombie run or something like oh, that. okay. 
So in Salmon Run, you and your other people are just trying to like slaughter these poor creatures called <laughs> salmonids. And like they look pretty evil, but you get the feeling that you're probably not practicing uh, good business ethics <laughs> by perhaps slaughtering them so brutally to steal their eggs mm. of their baby oh salmonids, God, so dark. which you then give to a suspicious bear statue named Mr. Grizz who Ooh, talks to you and he's like, come like to this. Papa. Like it's this. weird. It's that like, sounds, no, Mr. Uh, Grizz. It's dark, yeah. No, it's bad. He's very creepy. It's very sketch. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so it's a lot harder than you might think. So Salmon Run is set up in three waves. So you and your team are trying to meet a quota of how many eggs that you collect and get into the basket for each round. I think the quota is almost always like between seven and I think maybe 12 to 13 eggs. Mm -hmm. And if you overshoot your quota, that's great. You just get more points at the end of the round, which adds to your rank. Mr. Gritz gets more points. He's a creeper. Um, But the waves do also get progressively more difficult. The first time I played Salmon Run must have been a fluke because I finished all three rounds and I was like, wow, that was really easy. Every game after that, I've been like, holy shit, this is so hard. I don't know what happened. Maybe I just got significantly worse I don't know what the deal is, but wave one, super easy, super breezy. Wave two, a little bit harder. You can almost certainly make it. Wave three, even with really good players and a lot of communication, there's still a high likelihood that you're not going to succeed. Oh, wow. Uh, Because essentially, if everyone on your team dies or you don't make quota for any of the rounds, it's game over. You just lose. And you'd be surprised at the frequency that that happens. I also had one of the very, very few experiences of someone rage quitting. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, yeah, in Splatoon. And I was like, sir, this is a wholesome game. (laughs) That is not, Not that is not. Acceptable behavior. Like he legit rage quit, and me and the other three people were like, "What just happened?" <sighs> no, this game. <laughs> we were like, "No one's Fuck ever rage quit in Splatoon before." It was you got wild. control rage quitting with the Switch because you know if you get mad enough to throw your controller, you could be throwing your whole console. And those controllers are expensive. You gotta conserve. I'm glad I got the Pro controller as a birthday present. Nice and firmly on nunchucks. Nunchucks. Yeah. So Salmon Run is definitely a really fun new way to experience the game with friends without having to also slaughter your other friends, mm-hmm. which is good for everybody's feelings and future relationships. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. good, good. good. All good. good things. And then kind of the biggest con of the game that I've encountered so far is actually ranked. So they changed a lot of the dynamics of how ranked works. So in Splatoon 1, you had three different ranked modes. You had Rainmaker, uh, Splat Zones, and Tower Control. All three of those transitioned into Splatoon 2 but basically as their own separate entities. So in Ranked and Splat 1, you could go from C- to S+, solely through Tower Control Splat Zones, and uh, what's the other one that I said? Rainmaker. And Rainmaker. In Splatoon 2, you can be a C- in Tower Control, you can be an A+, in Splat Zones, you can be a B- in Rainmaker. They have basically separated the three of them out, and you have to rank up individually depending on the mode. Mm-hmm. That in and of itself, I'm not really fully on board with that. I still think that it was a little bit better when they had them all conglomerated into one cohesive rank. I, I kind of understand why they may have done it, but I don't particularly like it from a personal perspective mm-hmm. quite yet. And as a result, I know that a lot of pro and competitive players are really frustrated because tower control in particular 
is just an apocalypse nightmare really? in ranked. Hmm. You like the minute you get within a foot of the tower, you're dead. Hmm. Every it is just a slaughter fest, which is really not how the game is supposed to be played. But the, just the kills and again this aggressive uh, gameplay is so concentrated on specifically tower control that it really kind of makes it the most salt-inducing mode by a long shot. And yeah. I know that a lot of really, really skilled players are really struggling with tower control, and it's like, God, this blows. Oh, maybe it's turn off motion control, and then they could be better. No, I don't think that's <laughs> what it is. I think you're wrong about that. Uh, but so Splat Zones and Rainmaker, those are both still pretty fun. They did change a few of the dyna dynamics about Rainmaker, some of which is kind of good and some is bad. So I would say that overall ranked, at least for me, is my least favorite part of the game so far. But again, that's just because I'm not like super good. Yeah. So it's always going to be a little salt inducing for me. Whereas Salmon Run and Turf War, still a million bazillion hours of fun. Nice. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Please use the motion controls. Do yourself a favor. I'm learning. Please to, use I'm them. learning to use the motion controls. I'm getting better with them as we saw. But no, I. so this is my first time. I did not play Splatoon 1. I have a Switch now, so I'm playing Splatoon 2. Mm -hmm. And I very much love it. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Like I, I got it the first, when I got the game, finally I put it in and was playing with it. Probably played it for a couple hours then and have come back to it several times throughout the week. Obviously Pyre came out, so I've been had to yeah. sh share my time a little bit between the two and then also Doomfist this week came out too, so I had to just play that a little bit. I first. know. Doomfist. And so, uh, so you know, but no, I, I really enjoyed the time and it was one that I was kind of on the fence about. Like, I was like, I see it. I see the potential. I see it. But I, I see there. you. I see you. I don't know if I'm going to like don't trust you. You, you know, so, but uh, but no, I was pleasantly surprised how much yeah. I do enjoy the game. And, so you uh, need to get it, sir. Yeah, I do. So and we can all we play. Can finally all play. All play. Uh, I will, uh, did you, you didn't have a lot of weapons when I was playing on your I account. I hadn't really bought that many. So I, just to give you an FYI, up until a certain rank, uh, the more you level up, the more weapons will be available to you. Okay. So that's just an FYI. The higher rank you are, the better gear you're able to buy with yeah, like right now the, three the slots. Gear and stuff that I have is pretty Yeah, no, me. the gear is really weak when you're low level because it's meant to scale with you. Ah. So do try to grind just a little bit to level up to like at least 15 because okay. that's when you're going to start to get the more fun and better variety of weapons because you haven't been able to try sloshers yet, the buckets. Yeah, I've seen people use them, but no, I haven't got these <sighs> So yet. sloshers are really fun. The brushes, oh, they're infuriating. The they're really fun, but they're infuriating to play against. So I think you're going to find that the different play styles really are very unique and I think you're really going to like it. Nice. Oh, yeah, I definitely need to get into those. Yes. So much fun. I love Splatoon. Well, before we move on to Zach's topic, do we want to do Moment with Mogan? I do have some stuff and fluff. Yay. Um, yay. <laughs> so... I guess we'll start with news. So I don't know if you guys saw the debacle about Pokemon Go Fest. I did hear about this. Ooh, did you no. you were doing an actual job. No. I, I forgive you for not hearing about it. <laughs> so Pokemon Go is actually still a thing that people play. And in Chicago, just a couple of weeks ago, or maybe even just one week ago. Two weeks they, probably by the time yeah, this comes yeah, out. Yeah, by the time this comes out. They had a Pokemon Go festival that was officially sponsored by Neontic. Mm -hmm. And it was supposed to be an event where you could get special legendaries that they hadn't released until then, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. As it so people like traveled to this uh, event. They like bought tickets for it. They may have spent a lot of money trying mm -hmm. to get from point A to point B. And then at the festival, the cell towers and the Wi-Fi 
weren't enough, and the game's servers, excuse me, the servers for the game weren't strong enough to handle the traffic. They basically totally crashed. Wow. The game itself was unplayable, and that was the whole point wow. of the of event. Because it was like all these people come Whoa. together. Which I will say, the good yes. thing is, like, I heard the tickets are only like 20 oh, bucks. Yeah, I don't think so it wasn't a lot like to get yeah. in, but obviously people who travel very long distances yeah. to get there yeah. kind of got a kind of got a little screwed over. Yeah, there. so they did get a little screwed over. So some some of those people that were especially uh perturbed have actually filed lawsuits Ugh, against Neontic and it's like man That's taking it a little far. It's taking I get it, it a little if it's like it. that yeah. fire festival that was supposed to happen, <laughs> you know, that exclusive <laughs> music festival that turned out that like these gourmet dinners people got there and there was like it was a piece of white bread with cheese on it. You what? know, and all the you need to look that up. That well, you gotta hilarious. look it up. It was hilarious. Oh, I know what you're talking. I know that festival you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it in Jamaica? Where yeah, was that it? was yeah, like somewhere a, like that. Yeah. A whole load of oh, bullshit. It oh, it was crazy. Yeah. So it wasn't that level of bad. And so people who went to fire festival, yes, have every right to be suing and trying to get some kind of compensation yeah. back. I think they're still there. Yeah, I think probably they're still are. trapped. They're just stuck. Yeah. They're just stuck. so that might be a little <laughs> overboard for uh, Pokemon Go Fest. But I mean, I can understand getting there and that being a huge hassle. And apparently, like the things got better it wasn't that way for the whole festival like yeah. near the end that you were able to play and do that they were able to fix some of the problems but i mean yeah so. yeah i mean it does seem it's like a the mobile kind of game everybody let's calm down have. yeah that's, that, that's very true <laughs> and then in case you missed it the new nintendo 2ds xl has just come out today actually so on the day of recording it has come out by the time this episode airs it's been about a week so the new nintendo 2ds xl so this is basically the um scaled down version of the 3ds uh, simply in the fact that it doesn't have the 3d capabilities Mm. in my book that is a plus i've never really heard it is absolutely a plus so the difference here is the original 2ds was a basically like a flat tablet that you could not fold the new 2DS is basically it's just a 3DS that doesn't have the 3D. That is a plus right there. So yeah. it has all of the capabilities of the 3DS XL. It just happens to not have the 3D. Uh, everyone should buy it if they still are on board with 3DS games. They're obviously all going to be compatible with it, and it's at a price of only $150. Oh, that's not bad. Wow. So that's it's obviously bad. way more affordable. Has all the same features, all the same games. Arguably a significantly better deal. And then in other Splatoon news, Splatoon <laughs> 2 is the top selling Switch game in Japan, period. Wow. It beat Breath, Breath of the, the Wild, Wild wow. and Mario Kart 8. Wow. Now that's Good just that. in Japan, so the worldwide sales I don't think they've published yet, but still, that's, that's pretty though. impressive. That's really impressive. That's pretty impressive. And then uh, coming soon, of course, we have Tacoma. We talked a little yep. bit about this one last time. It's from the makers of Gone Home, coming out for Xbox One and PC uh, August 2nd. We also have Lawbreakers. That's finally debuting for yep. PC August 8th. The we, closed beta, uh, the open beta for that is going on currently. So, oh, I mean, nice. by the time you listen to this, it's, it's over. Yeah. But if you wanted to play her, yeah. I'm going to try to maybe play it a little bit more this weekend. I have 100, 0% interest yeah, in Lawbreakers. <laughs> no. Uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection 2 is coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC August 8th, and Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Okay, now that, I'm fairly excited for actually. Are you being sarcastic? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, like, okay. It, I, I've seen the, tra- they released a new trailer. Uh, today, the day of recording, and and I've seen just gameplay footage of it. For one, graphics look f- fucking incredible. I've heard nothing about this game. And the combat system looks very looks very interesting as well. I'm not sure on like the length or anything of it because they are. It is only retailing at thirty dollars. Oh. So I'm not sure of how big of a game it is, but graphically, from what I've seen, and the combat is uh, interesting enough that it has my attention. Okay, fascinating. 
So anyways, that is coming out on, what did I say, PS4 and PC August 8th as well. So, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Interesting. Is this like a horror survival game? What is this? No, it looks like <laughs> it's a, it looks like it's a, I, I, I honestly don't know that much about it, but if I had to guess, it I has something to do. this is face. This is Aloy. It's not, this it's game not, is a rip-off. Copyright infringement. It looks, maybe it has something to do with like Valhalla, maybe? <laughs> Sure. Good day to die, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, it's good day to die. <laughs> that is such a good joke. Have you know that? Yes. Pat Oswald. Have you seen that joke? It's Got a totally bunch of deep. Vikings on board. Yeah. Good day to die, Valhalla. <laughs> Got a bunch of Vikings on board today. Let's spit in God's face. Let's spit in God's <laughs> face for five on, hours. It's time, it's time about getting on an airplane. Oh my God. Good that day is to one die, Valhalla. That's the funniest sets of we jokes. Have heard that. <laughs> okay, anyways, that's the moment. Nice. <laughs> I want a t-shirt of that. Good day to die. Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's out good there. Day to die, if not, you can make it for <laughs> pennies, I'm sure. All right, Zach, so what is your topic for today? So I will keep it pretty short because I have not been playing any games the last two weeks. Been slacking for two weeks. I've been slacking great in, the game, in the gaming uh, department with, of my quit, life. Quit giving him excuses. With <laughs> yeah, if it's important to him, he would have found a way. and no Wi-Fi. Can I my Xbox <laughs> boss man? <laughs> um... But what I have managed to do, and I'll talk about this in as much detail as I can, uh, is I'm revisiting Metal Gear Solid. Oh. So I, I started over. Didn't they <laughs> just uh, they just released a new update oh, where you did? can play as that character Ocelot? You can? Yes. Ooh. Now, I don't know the particulars of it. It was literally just a headline that I saw on Twitter, where, oh, which is what I do at my own job. <laughs> you can play as Ocelot. That's yeah, pretty so cool. They released, He's a great character. I, I guess it's in some mode or something, yeah. but yeah, Ocelot, now okay. a playable character. I will totally do that. Basically, I did the beginning two missions. And so you played Ground Zeroes and then I didn't the first do mission. I did, I did the hospital. <laughs> the true first <laughs> mission. Yeah. Wait a minute. The timeline. I'm already confused. Um, I did when you escape the hospital and when you rescue, rescue Miller. And okay. Those are like kind of the first two missions that you get to do. And Basically, all I wanted to say is I don't know if I ever did a. I think I did a full review for this game I believe last did, year yeah. when it came out. Did I do? Did I do that? I'm I remember sure the you review did. being if not, bad. You, you talked <laughs> you know, like six out of ten. Just vague. Just vague. <laughs> it was like he hadn't even played it. Vague, In fact, well, he just you, finished it. Even if you didn't give a full review, I mean, you've told us about like the parts where there's like the infection on the um, yeah. mo- on mother uh, what's the mother, mother base mother base. And, yeah. and oh, that. that was a good oh, that's a great gaming moment. Oh yes, I think that's your soldiers. I think that's why. It's been long enough. Yeah. And, then, uh, <laughs> and the hospital scene at the beginning and all that stuff. Yeah, and so and good. Meet Qua- uh, interacting with Quiet, Quiet later on. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so even great. if you haven't given a full official review of it. I might I mean, do a, re- a revisit did, review. I might have. We should look back and see. I'm sure I did. Uh, yeah, you might. You but must anyways, have. Because you, you really enjoy the game. Honestly, I, enough to come back to yeah, play and I, and I, you know, I, I don't often re... Well, you know, I replay Halo, but I don't often will replay games. But Metal Gear Solid. So when I was on this trip... Even a little bit before that, I kind of rewatched the IGN review for it, and I rewatched a couple other things, and I was like, "Man, this is a good game. Yeah, it really deserves another playthrough." And the IGN review really nails it, and you know, controversially, they gave it a ten out of ten, which Whoa, you know, some bro. people loved, and some people were like, "How dare they?" And and I'm with <laughs> I'm with them on board, and I forget who reviewed it, but he the the main point he makes is like it encapsulates what a video game should be in its best form, and yeah. that's really kind of going into the you know games are different obviously but for this one going into a base and 
the really unlimited ways that things can go down. And it's true. It's so detail-oriented. And I kind of forgotten how detail-oriented it is. And that's what makes it so special. Like the billions of micro things that happen, like the day-to-night cycle, the soldiers going to sleep, new soldiers coming in. You upgrade, they upgrade a little bit. Like you get a lot of headshots, they start wearing face masks. Like, you know, these Ooh. it just oh, go wow. on. And you, you kill a guy and... His rate. There's a guy on the radio. It's like, hey, what's going on? Are you awake? And there's no response. That triggers an alarm. You know, they just on and on about like a guy. You shoot it. You put a guy to sleep. He lands in a puddle. He drowns. You know, it's just it's it's unbelievable the amount of detail they put into this That's game. That's crazy. I know, and I haven't like fully explored that in my new playthrough. But what two things that really stuck out to me was a the complexity of like how. You know, basically, Ocelot is one of the first guys you meet, and he's like, you know, and it's uh, this kind of blends to my second point. It's so damn cool. It is such <laughs> a cool game. <laughs> and it's so this Hideo Kojima style of just, you know, everything's written by him, directed by him. You know, it's everywhere. And it's, and one of the, one of the coolest things I picked up on that I didn't really, not that I didn't pick up on before, but I'm like, look, that's so cool. It's, uh, as they're riding their horses into the first mission, he's talking to you. The camera's like, you know, doing all these cool things. It's dusty and it's just so epic just for them riding. And it's like starring, you know, Punished Venom Snake and that's you and starring Ocelot. That's him. You know, he's like, I'm Ocelot. And it's like the timeline's all fucked up and I'm sure people would get it that, and I don't understand the timeline for Metal Gear Solid, but it's super like, you've met Ocelot before. So he's like, when he says I'm Ocelot, it's just weird, first yeah. of all. But, uh, it like pans into his his face and he's talking to you and like right next to his sunglasses it's like JF what is it JR no JF Ray sunglasses and JF Ray is a real sunglass designer and you can buy those sunglasses oh, they're wow. ad, they're advertising How's that his, for product yeah, I know they're advertising his sunglasses and then he hands you another pair and he's like keep these Miller's going to want them and it's like JF Ray sunglasses oh, man. and it's like you can go online and buy those sunglasses and it's like that's so cool. I can't believe you don't and own stylish. Those. I was just looking at some. They were like four hundred bucks. Right you know, they're super like. <laughs> no, it's just they are not. so cool. It is such a cool Only little feature. Do they make women's styles? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's one thing. And and even the cutscenes before that, I forgot how. I, I get like a staggering amount of respect for the work that went into the just the cinematics alone. It is super, a a cinematic. It's like a movie and. It has like everything seems to have such purposeful movement, like mm-hmm. just with the camera and how what it shows you and what it doesn't show you. It's such a cinematic way of thinking. I, th- I know the story of Hideo Kojima even wanting to be a filmmaker before getting into video games, so I know that's still in his blood somewhere. But um, replaying it is really different. It's it's I'm already having a different experience because before I was like, what's kind of going on? I'm kind of getting used to stuff, and now I'm seeing things that I didn't really notice before, and I'm tackling these new objectives in a very different way, which again, to the IGN reviewer's point, is why it deserves such a high rating is you can I might I'm, I have a feeling I'm gonna play a very different game than the game I played before and I and it's so much going on I don't remember half of it it's so convoluted yeah. and like you know you, I don't know I there's so many weird things that happen that you like can't keep wrap your head around then it ends like abruptly and so there's there's plenty of things to kind of draw you back in to reevaluate but already I'm like sort of revisiting a masterpiece and that's really fun because with a masterpiece you can go in and just see it in a new light and yeah. that's why it's so good i i recently got that game and i'm so played, excited i haven't played it yet i am re- i really want to get into yeah. it for, for that reason because of all the praise that you've given it especially yeah. but yeah i i i'm excited to get into it because I, i've heard xbox i do Lame. yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you want to borrow it i have i have a you know i have very 
I I have a lot of games for PS4 and I have games for PS4 for Xbox One, but I need to, but I don't have enough hardware space for all them all, so I have to like pick and choose, yeah, which is going to go on where, so I can always have the games I'm wanting to play installed all at the same time. Yep. And like as in classic Metal Gear, like the last thing I did, but I did this this afternoon before I came here. I was like went into this facility, turned off the lights. They're obviously, hey, the lights went out. Go check the generator where the lights turned off. And right next to it, I hid in a dumpster, and the guy got close, and I dragged him into the dumpster. Oh, and it's die. like, you know, and that's a very, like, actually simple way to play the game, <laughs> which yeah. is already a very kind of little complex. So it is uber, uber complex and filled with just micro details, which make it, like, super amazing. Well, the fact that alone that you said that like, you start doing a lot of headshots, people are wearing masks. Yeah. Like, that's something that you don't encounter. And in a lot no. of other games, you can usually find little things like that to take advantage of the game and yeah. make it easier than it really should be. It, it, it's right like If there you get with really you. good at headshots, yeah. then you pretty much can own it most other yeah. games because headshots are usually one-shot kill, but if yeah. they upgrade to, to kind of hamper that uh-huh. a little bit more, that's going to make it more difficult. Yep. That's a crazy yeah. great improvement to a game. And in, like, going back to the credit sequence and every mission has a credit sequence, it's you know, starring Venom Snake, starring <laughs> whoever, and it even <laughs> tells you the guest stars who the enemies you'll be fighting, and it's oh, like wow. the Afghanistan militia, and then the, what is it, the skull unit and if you're fighting against the skull unit you're like fuck because like every time the skull unit appears they're super hard so it's like guess starting the skull unit even before you get to them you're like i'm gonna fight the skull unit <laughs> but it's weird that it tells you that it's like guess starting the skull unit yeah, and it's not super, the element of surprise no yeah. and it's like kind of tongue-in-cheek in a way it's like hey guess starring the skull unit it's really really cool it's so stylish and yeah like just like the um I told you about the sunglasses. Like, that's very indicative of the whole game. It's just fucking cool. Nice. <laughs> it's just like, cool. that's cool. He's like, got a sunglass, Jeff Ray sunglasses. <laughs> $9.99 or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> uh, if anybody's wondering, it is actually a French brand. Oh, it is a French oh, gentleman. That's why they're so fancy. Yeah. And it's just, you know, I'm really? sure Hideo Kojima's like, put those in there. <laughs> you know? And it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. deal with this guy. Yeah, he does wear clout. glasses. Those are probably the kinds of glasses. Yeah. I, that's the probably They're is. very cool. But That's yeah, awesome. I wish so, that really every copy of Metal game. Gear came with like a twenty percent off promo code yeah. for JF Race. Like, how cool <laughs> would that like be? The collection's yeah. edition. It's like it has so nothing cool. to do with the game, yet it has like everything to do with the game. <laughs> the it's collection's weird. edition of Metal Gear Solid Product Five. Product integration. Yeah, it's the you wave open the box. The future. Yeah, and it's the game. And just a pair of sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> just a pair of sunglasses. Put them on. Like, oh, it'd be so That's cool. That's the collector's like, edition. Yeah. Oh, I would shell out. For and I that. do feel you like would have to for how much those glasses. Yeah, it'd are. be like an a nine hundred dollar game. <laughs> and I do feel like other games wouldn't be able to get away with that. You'd oh, be like, no. oh, this ad- this is advertising in game. Fuck that. But this is like, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Are you yeah. glad that you had enough of a break from when you last yeah. finished it to restarting I needed, it? I definitely. I w- I had no want or desire to replay it until now. It's huh. been over a year, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because it I came feel out. I like in that's the appropriate yeah. amount of time. Yeah, like that's I don't how long you should you should be waiting at least a year or more yeah. to revisit the best game. Yeah. Like I already know, I want to play, replay Horizon Zero Dawn at yeah. some point. I and I've been wanting to replay The Last of Us for forever, but it's it's always like I feel like it has to be at the right time or I'm ready to come back to it. Yeah. I just haven't come gotten to that point. You'll yet. know. You'll <laughs> I'll know. Like revisiting exactly. any good You'll piece of work. Yeah. yeah, you're like I want to see that again. Yep. Definitely. Awesome. No, so I'm super excited. I know. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. I want to get into it and play it. We'll have to do a whole episode like what we did with Uncharted, where we talk about it and go on the things. Obviously, it'll probably be a little bit more favorable of a light than what we did Uh with Uncharted. Uh Oh, you mean the worst game game ever? Ever, ever. ever. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) God, Uh, Uncharted. How dare you bring this up? I'll hit you. You come into my house. I mean, it's a better game than Splatoon 2. It's not even my house. You didn't even hear. Yeah, it's fine. No, I'm sorry. What did you say? I said it's a better game than Splatoon 2, hands down. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. We're going to throw down. Jumps across the table. 
I'm scrappy. Claw <laughs> <laughs> my way out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sharpen my nails. Lots of good stuff. Lots of good stuff. But yeah, so excited. Looking forward for best for Destiny Two. Really looking more into getting into Splatoon Two, playing it single player, getting better at it, and rank Z- up. Waiting for Zach to get it so me. that we can all three play together. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, obviously, Metal Gear Solid yes. Phantom Pain. A great game that great I need game. to play. We all need to play. It. Yeah, yes. I'll probably play it. It it's, does sound pretty awesome. I mean, for now, you can get it on the cheap. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it has probably a collector's so. or not collector's, but game of the year edition. Really? Out Did right it now, get game too. of the year? Did I, it have DLC? I think. I'm not totally sure since I didn't play it. I don't remember it. Hopefully by now there's like a definitive edition. Or I think, and I think that's what it yeah, is. I think cool. that's that's out right yeah. now. So you could you should look into getting that. Well, before we go, we do have our song contact for the contest for this week, and the hint is coming to us from. Oh, Mr. Parks, what you got? Be quiet and listen. Oh, oh. be quiet and listen. <laughs> Simple, direct, <laughs> to the point. And that is our hint, ladies and gentlemen, for this week. Be quiet and listen. Now, as a reminder, the song contest goes live Wednesday at 9 a.m., the day after this episode goes live. First person to correctly guess the game for the hint that Zach gave by either replying to the posts in Facebook, Twitter, or in the YouTube comments of this video will get to send us a song and hint for a future episode remember that is wednesday 9 a.m the day after this episode goes live well that concludes this episode of team chat podcast until next time i'm one of your hosts jared wilson joined to my right by rachel mogan adios and to my left zachary parks sayonara we'll see you all next time stick around for the song